0: Simply Soccer. I'm your host Michelle Hutink and of course my co-host Christian Conway.
1: Good afternoon everyone.
0: It literally has been since May since we last talked about LA Galaxy.
1: That's it yeah it's been it's been a little bit too long but uh I'm glad we have at least something to to work with.
0: (laughs) And that was us milking content
1: so we
0: um um we want to start with you guys first of all i must say i have been playing animal crossing and finally got my island's flag to be the la galaxy crest (laughs) and i got my jerseys so you know we're we've been trying to get la galaxy in our lives um as we've been waiting for them to come back and the biggest news that we want to start with the the lighter news, because unfortunately you can't talk LA Galaxy in these days without mentioning the pandemic, but we can talk about Juninho.
1: Yeah, I mean, what a what a career um, in a Galaxy jersey, of course, winning uh, five titles at the Galaxy, two Supporter Shields, and three MLS Cups. Um, I, um, 189
0: appearances, only trailing San Fuegos.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy, he was, he wasn't the flashiest player on the field, I think, that that, that can easily be said, but he was so defensively solid and just so calm on the ball and solid on the ball. Um always had a, a bit of a, a wonder goal in him at times. Um, I don't think – I was kind of watching back. It was like, I don't even think Janino scored what would be considered a conventional goal in an LA Galaxy jersey. I mean, it was just always, you know, sports center top ten, highlight real stuff.
0: I mean, um, I miss that creativity in the midfield, and of course he played behind Donovan and Keane, like – it was just just what a remarkable career
1: i mean you could argue in the in in the great te- the 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 great galaxy teams of of the mid 2010s like the 2011 2012 and 2014 team i mean his his presence and you know calmness in the middle of midfield really was what gave the team you know the ability to to unleash that fearsome attack that they had so i think you know he, he he's such an important cog to that those historic Great Galaxy teams that um, you know I I hope you know he's not the sexiest name on the list, but he is, you know the, <laughs> he's the central cog of that of those machines. I think.
0: Yeah, he played the full ninety minutes in the two thousand and eleven Cup against Houston. Like I, I mean, remember that being a big deal and him being a big deal in that game in the pouring yeah, rain.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he was he was also fantastic in the 2012 twelve the MLS Cup final and um, you know, he's yeah, he's just there's. Where, where do you begin? I mean, there's so much to say about him, you know, he, yeah, he did, um, and, and off the field, I mean, you could tell he truly loved the club and he loved being in LA and um, you know, it, it, I think you, you, he it was just a perfect fit for him and um, you know, it, it definitely, he's when the, the kind of the ring of honor gets expanded again I hope that his name is one of the names in consideration just for everything he did for the LA Galaxy, I mean he, he, one, a tremendous servant to the club and, 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 and uh, a man that really captured the hearts of, of anyone who watched him and, and kind of the, with the joy that he expressed on and off the field. I think, you know, he was just an infectiously awesome person to have in the locker room and, and just an awesomely infectious person as a fan to support. I mean, it, it just, you know, it, it, he's, I, I, I can't, I'm i running out of words because, I mean, he's really one of my favorite Galaxy players of all time just simply because of how influential he was to the crest in, in ways that, you know, in pretty much every you know area
0: yeah i'm glad that you said about the fans too because he was named three times uh and actually played in 2019's mls all-star squad um you know that's the thing about about the fans like you know he was a a big part of us like you said getting getting the supporter shields and and the mls cup victories and then when he left us it, it it did leave a hole
1: yeah definitely um, I mean, I will also say, you know, I think he's, when he did leave, um, I think there was definitely a sense that the Galaxy were kind of saying, you know, it wasn't necessarily well, I think the Galaxy saw the running of the wall that his game had started to deteriorate a little bit just due to age and, and, and injury. And I think they, you know, they saw an opportunity and took it, but still, I mean, it is a, it is a, a just a, 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 you know, like it, I mean, all careers must come to an end. Right. And that is, right. yeah, that's the situation right. here.
0: Right, but he is gonna be coaching. You know, he's part of the coaching staff for the academy.
1: I mean, I love that him and 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 Sarvas, who really formed a, a strong, almost, you know, brother like relationship in that midfield, um, in that engine room, um, are both coming to to coach in the academy. I think both of them are 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 smart soccer brains. They're also very, you know they understand what it means to be a galaxy player. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. at, at some mm-hmm. point there are I fear the organization has been deficient in letting, you know, players know what it means to be a Galaxy player and to have that imbued into our academy sites at a young age is is going to be an incredibly beneficial thing.
0: Oh, definitely. And I was also going to say it. it was hard, though, when he did come back, only because you knew that when he came back here, I mean, he just couldn't be the same player that he was. I mean, obviously, the roster had changed significantly, but, you know, age and things come into play. Uh, but I remember going to to meet the Galaxy players after training back when you could, um, with a few friends and, and when Juninho came by we we just broke in a song. We we're like Ju, Juninho, Ju, Ju, Juninho and it's just he started dancing with us, you know? So it it's it's just I'm glad that he's gonna stay here and work with the academy all around it. Yeah.
1: It is a it it, it is it, it it's a great situation and and I'm happy that uh, he's that the the organization reached out and and, and gave him this opportunity. Um so I I, I I I'm glad he's going to be tied with the club in, in in some way moving forward.
0: Anything else? I know you're holding back the tears as we choke. <laughs>
1: And and Um, reflect on Juninho's career. I just, you know, he's he was just always a player that he he was the first player that I ever got uh, a name on the back of a jersey for. Um, Oh,
0: nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, just a class act of a person, a class act on the field. I mean, it just, you there's not enough good things you can say about Juninho. I mean, it's just it 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 just keeps going, you know.
0: Awesome. That's awesome. Well. Now we move into our talk about MLS is back. So first of all, I am excited. Okay, I'm excited to see LA Galaxy take the pitch. And also because for season ticket members, they're doing a a drive-in watch party. So safely in your car, we're going to go back to where it started in the Rose Bowl and be able to watch um, that first match against Portland on Monday. If all things go well,
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a, that's that's a, a, a it's a great initiative to take considering kind of the constraints and realities of our situation right now. That's that's a that's a very smart thing to do. I, I'm cautiously excited. You know, I think that you know from everything I've seen on Twitter in terms of you know that how players are feeling in the bubble and 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 whatnot, there is definitely a sense of trepidation around this entire Absolutely. tournament. But I mean, you know, this is. It, it's kind of the same thing I feel with the NWSL tournament, which is that this is a good chance for, with the expanded rosters, with the fact that you know you're gonna you're guaranteed three games at the very least. This is a good chance for a lot of teams to use academy kids and give them opportunities in high stakes matches. You know, I, I, and especially for a team like the Galaxy, which the academy has kind of needed a, a shot in the arm in terms of turning the pipeline into you know from academy to los dos to the galaxy first team it kind of needs a shot in the arm right now maybe this tournament is going to be that shot in the arm where you know like a cameron dunbar or you know some someone um who you know maybe we're not even aware of like kai korenyuk or something like that um gets this chance and then all of a sudden the cogs start turning a little bit more efficiently and i think that for me that's kind of the big thing here for the galaxy is that they they come into this tournament not you know, they have something to prove considering they play LAFC in the group stage. And mm-hmm. Chicharito's got to have at least two or three goals in the group stage. I think there's no question about that. You know, Chicharito has something to prove. But when you look at the Galaxy as an organization, the Galaxy as a team, the only thing they really have to prove is they just have to beat LAFC once. They don't have to, you know, there's no... Without Zlatan. You
0: know, <laughs>
1: yeah, I think a lot of people understand that this team is is not really in win-now mode. It's in building the building block building blocks to be in win now mode in a year from now. Um so I think, you know, for the Galaxy this is a, a chance to really start building connections and start building, you know, younger players, giving them opportunities. I think this is this is a optimistic time for the LA Galaxy as, as an organization. They are in a very tough group, however, with Portland and Houston that and, and of course the Spectre at LASC. but you know they they can get it done. I think. I mean, Houston's still a little bit of a disorganized state. Portland always is good, but you know, Portland's. You We've know, beaten the,
0: Portland. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say the Galaxy have a good a good track record against Portland, and then um, obviously there's Houston, that LFC game. We
0: drew them. Yeah, Houston, we drew them on that first game, and we played over there. Yeah, and, and, we, was, and we and, and it, we
1: didn't play well in that in that Houston no, game.
0: No, no, but there were good points but again, we don't have a full roster, but we know that Jonathan dos Santos is out and regardless of when and how and who you're playing, not having Jonathan dos Santos there is gonna be gaping. and that's well, the problem that I've found is that you know we were having a problem with the midfield I mean the defense before now the problem is with the midfield and there's lack of creativity, I think.
1: And the other thing is, I think Jonathan Dos Santos being out also does take a lot of pressure off the galaxy because, I mean, Jonathan Dos Santos is so critical to everything that the galaxy do when they want to be when 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 they're competitive that not having Jonathan Dos Santos out, a lot of stuff is explain is is easy to explain away rather than you know kind of you know being taking like large overarching you know things from this tournament. Um, but sure. I, I think you know I'm interested to see how they've there was a in the Houston game, especially. Um, there was a definite sense that there was this pretty strong disconnect between getting the ball from de- defense to the attacking three. It, 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 there was a there was a there was a disconnect in terms of the the, the, the way the ball was moving through the field for the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be one of the big things that I'm going to be looking for, especially in these first in the first game, which is how did you know can they connect passes together in order to get the ball to the attack or are we going to resort to what kind of what was going on in Houston which was just long balls and crosses over the top to
0: yeah well to then i found Chicharito. that against vancouver uh, against vancouver though i thought that there was too much passing it was like tiki taka and that wasn't working
1: yeah i mean it's th- th- there's a balance to it and um you know i think one other in, there's one other big question here is you know who plays out in the wing now that Katai has has uh left the club I mean you know do you right. do, do you do your playlist do you deploy legit in that position you know he he can do it he's done it before in his career um but you know or do you go and maybe start turning FRA, or start turning Efrain Alvarez into a winger maybe <laughs> um you know th- th- this is going to be that's going to be the big question mark of this roster for me is you know who is the other winger um
0: well, Pavon has been sliding and <laughs> playing through, I noticed. You know, he'll switch sides even during during a match. Um, obviously, that's not his role, but it's it seems to be, like, the player that we've relied on and the one that we all agree in the community that ha- is worth his salt on the team.
1: Yeah. You and, know, it's not
0: Chichiro's fault, you know? I mean, look, I'm not <laughs> his biggest fan, Um but it's also, it, I mean, it's only fair to say it's not his fault that they have, haven't been able to give him the balls. He'll be great. He'll be able to finish. We just have to get those balls to him.
1: Yeah, Chicharito's made smart runs in both games that he played. Mm-hmm. It's just the the service and the the ball wasn't there for him. Um, I think that's going to be, you know, another, another big question for the Galaxy is can they get Chicharito firing? That's a very big question. I think Pavone and Chicharito in the first two games. There's an understanding there that I think that that can work. And I think had we had, you know, maybe four or five games in the regular season, we would have start to see that kind of come together. Just simply because Chicharito and Pavone didn't really have a lot of time together in the preseason to really build up that connection. Um, but you know that, that they're going to have to get Chicharito firing. Otherwise, there's going to be significant pressure on. Chalotto and and the coaching staff.
0: Mm-hmm. That's exactly what was going to be the next thing I was going to say was I'm not ready to have Chalotto's head on a chopping block, um, but definitely the first two games that we saw, everybody started questioning. Okay, I think Chalotto's now run out of creativity. That that lack, you know, because finally he's got most of his pieces that he'd wanted on the pitch. So. Yeah. Why say, are we, you know, why are we lacking this now? Lacking say, winning attributes.
1: I'd say Shiloto's seat is not necessarily hot, but it's, 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 it's got a seat warmer on it right now in like the one set. I'm not like, going
0: to base it on this tournament for sure. Yeah, I, th-
1: <laughs> I honestly think firing a coach unless you know they go out and don't score any goals and and end up with zero points in the group stage, then maybe there's a little bit more a reason to fire a coach there, but. You know, especially considering the, the the standards that the galaxy have set for themselves. But you know, I, I just don't see Sholoto really suffering anything from this tournament. I think, I think a lot of coaches um, throughout the league are looking at this tournament as kind of a almost a, a sandbox kind of scenario where they can really just do you know explore different options, you know, different formations, change things up. I think that's going to be you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see you know which teams are. Are there to to which teams see it as as legitimate silverware, and which teams are kind of seeing, okay, we could win a trophy out of this, but we could also, you know, get some rookies some minutes or try a new tactical formation that we've been looking at for a while. You know, I I think you're definitely going to see you know some of both throughout, not just you know throughout the entire league. Um, so I think it's it it it's a fascinating kind of tournament but i think from a from a, just a specific galaxy perspective i think you know the, the the first big mission is getting chicharito firing the second big mission is beating lafc the third biggest the third big mission is you know getting guys like f ryan alvarez karenyuk um dunbar etc minutes um and meaningful minutes in these games in order to continue their their development and growth
0: i'm also concerned about fitness you know as we were seeing nwsl coming back and and you know you have to take those first games with a grain of salt it's for me it's like well we only get these three games
1: yeah and there's been and 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 to your point about fitness as well i mean in the nwsl tournament there's sort of been three torn acls um Mm. i i think you know that's i mean that's the unfortunate reality of this kind of world cup style tournament is that they are grueling affairs with not much lead-in time um, and that's why it, you know MLS voted to expand the rosters for this tournament, so that you know they could bring academy kids in to encourage squad rotation and see you know where you know like allow players time to rest, so that you know MLS doesn't dilute its product. I mean, it's just it. Unfortunately, it's the reality of the situation that we are in, and that you know there's not much we could do. Um,
0: so then, would you say that LAFC is once again the team that they put their best of the best of the best on that?
1: Yeah, I mean. I don't know on that bench. Yeah. I don't know what Bob Bradley is going to be thinking in this tournament. Bob Bradley, I, I've given up trying to understand. Um, but I think for the Galaxy, in terms of if you had to pick one game where that starting 11 is win or die is Chiloto starting 11, you know, kind of must win match. He otherwise he'll die after that game. That's going to be the that's the line that he's going to send out against like sell yeah, because it's, yeah, um, and it, and also because I mean, Shiloto is you know, he's Argentine. He understands. You know, he 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 played for Boca. And I was
0: you know, gonna say that Boca, that rivalry.
1: Boca, I was like the Boca rival rivalry is, is is arguably the most fierce rivalry in the world. They, they, had re, they
0: had to they had move that final because of tear gas. Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> he get he I, he gets it, and um, I mean, that's I think that's also probably why the Galaxy have been so successful. In games against LFC, is just Shaloto gets it. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. I think it's going to be. A, it, this is a good opportunity for the Galaxy to really workshop some stuff that clearly wasn't working in the first two weeks of the season. And you know, it's going to be good to get. You know, they have to get some more. It, it, it's a weird tournament, right? Because you could only, you possibly could only have three games, but you're also there's no kind of sense of, you know, who's a front runner team, who's not a good team, you know, like there's no, it, all the things that you can really judge things on from the regular season onward are, are out the window at this point. We don't know anything about how, you know, how players kept up fitness in, in quarantine. Did they keep up fitness in quarantine? You know, who was, you know, playing very well and who's going to continue playing very well, but who, you know, maybe had a flat start at the beginning of the season and then. Comes into this tournament, just a different mindset and completely lights it up. That's hopefully what's going to happen with Chicharito. Um, like,
0: yeah, definitely the the unpredictability of this. Like MLS is already unpredictable on a regular day.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then, of course, you know Galaxy fans have the ghosts of seasons past haunting them, and and that loss to LAFC in the playoff match when when you really felt like it mattered. And but again, yeah, in a tournament like this, you can't. You have to just forget all that.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's why I kind of it's it's hard to make any kind of predictions or any kind of overarching. This is what we should take away from this tournament because I mean, it's just there's so many unknown factors going on right now. I mean, we already had one team, you know, have to leave the tournament due to you know ten positive coronavirus tests. Like there are so many variables right now in Orlando that like it makes it very difficult to feel confident in in, in predictions.
0: Yeah, post-match takeaways are really going to be fun. Um, Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) um, Now, the other issue that I have but I yet understand is that these games count toward the 2020 season. And I'm thinking, what season? Because (laughs) you had preseason, then you had the game in Houston, and then we had the game at home uh, against Vancouver, which we lost. And so we were not looking good anyway.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly... I, I think they're covering their bases by saying for you know, these will have impacts on a twenty twenty season by kind of teasing the carrot that like we might have a season. I just can't imagine them logistically being able to pull off what, you know, happened in England or happened in Germany, not not because MLS is is deficient in any way, but just simply because the geography of the United States makes it so difficult to control individual variables over a country of our size versus, you know, say Germany, which is... Yeah, did they put
0: Nashville in the West?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm more referring to, you know, like stadium protocol in terms of, you know, because obviously these would be behind closed doors, but, you know, like cleaning protocols at stadiums and stuff like that, and they, you know, exposing on a five-hour flight and stuff, you know, there's too many of those variables versus, you know, in England, it's, you know, a 30, you know, a two-hour bus ride to your, you know, to your farthest opponent or something like that, so I think they're saying it to kind of make everyone feel warm and fuzzy about possibly, you know, completing a, a season and having MLS cup playoffs and having oh, sure. MLS cup. I just, I don't see how they could get it done personally. I mean, it's but...
0: financially driven. Let's be honest.
1: Oh yeah. There's no question. I think uh, I saw a tweet that something MLS, if, you know, depending on what gets lost, first MLS match. MLS could lose up to a hundred million dollars. Oh,
0: they I was thinking they might get like, if, if, the first game goes well, then Garber was looking at potentially getting
1: um, other broadcasting options. And then that would be more money. I don't think it's going to go well considering it's an underwhelming Miami side and Orlando, which is a a walking tire fire at any given minute. (laughs) As Um, long as
0: our games are on ESPN and I can actually watch them because I don't have Spectrum. And normally I do go to watch parties um, to watch. (laughs) So that's why I'm doing the, the first one in. I'm I'm going to be at the drive-in but
1: but yeah I just I think you know MLS does feel a lot of pressure to get this tournament off and get it you know going so I think that's that's kind of the that's kind of the, their main focus and then I think once this tournament is over they're going to look at at kind of the way the schedule would have to be done and the way that they'd have to compress things and you know MLS is already tough with travel and everything but if they want to play behind closed doors in stadiums it just geographically, it wouldn't make sense, and it would—I think—would be a Herculean task that MLS just couldn't pull off. Um, not, and again, that's not—you know—dissing the quality and of the MLS front office in terms of their organizational ability. I just think there's just too many variables in a country of this size to really pull off any kind of any kind of regular season resumption like they did in England or in in Germany or or Spain.
0: Absolutely, um, you know, I am going to say, I want the teams to come home safely of course but if we're gonna do this thing then i want us to win this thing and i think i think we're gonna break out of our group and i think we're gonna play more than these three games i know you only think we're gonna play these three games but i don't think that's happening
1: you know i think i think the if the galaxy come out in that first game and absolutely punch houston in the mouth then i I, i'm gonna feel a lot better about our chances or Portland, excuse me, sorry.
0: Portland like, and Houston, we can kick everybody's butt. <laughs> I'm
1: going to feel very good about their chances of getting out of the group and making a meaningful run in the tournament. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they could they could person. get out of this group with with three with three draws, which you know that's not great, but at least you get right. you out of the group. The problem is, I you know, I was
0: going to say we've seen it with the U.S. Men. No, I'm not going
1: there. Well, the the NWSL tournament, at least you you're guaranteed a fourth game, and I, I wish that MLS had done that I, I know they couldn't because you know 26 teams you have to trim the fat at some point mm-hmm. but you know I wish that there was a sense that you know there was more than four games or at least a larger sample size for the Galaxy to work with but you know I think look I mean I think I definitely think they're a better team than Houston you know I think they're
0: beatable teams yeah
1: I think they're as good as Portland is if not better um I mean, just that LAFC game is, is you know, the, the problem is if they go out in that Portland game and, and you know, lose 1 0, like giving off a free goal in the 85th minute, and then they go and right. lose. Right. They go and lose. Or they, the get,
0: or they get gassed.
1: Yeah. Then, I mean, the Houston game's a dead rubber. So, you know, it, it's just this. I, this is where I'm hoping Shalota's experience in cup tournaments like, you know, the, the Libertadores comes in handy where he he knows these kind of do or die matches very well i think you know that's why we were so successful in minnesota um mm-hmm. in the playoffs because just yeah,
0: fantastic game
1: shaloto knows do or die matches and i hope that that kind of trait of his takes over and 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 leads the galaxy out of this group i think once they get out of the group though they could they could they they will be a competitor for if if they get out of the group they will be a com- uh, one of the favorites.
0: Yeah, I miss that. I really I really want us to to go through. Um, yeah, LAFC doesn't have Vela. Not that I was really worried even when he was going to be there.
1: Yeah, and, and LAFC, you know, I, I know a lot of people, it, Galaxy can say LAFC is is Vela, Vela and 10 other guys. That's really downplaying a lot of what Rodriguez and Rossi and mm-hmm. Atuesta and, 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 and Mark Mar- Mar- Anthony Kay have done. Um, so I think, you know, but LAFC is, 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 not great in the back and, and Vermeer and goal looked pretty shaky in the first couple of games he played. Yeah, Bingham's
0: been coming up with the big saves, even, even with the scrimmage that, yeah. that we just had. So and, and Bing,
1: I think a better, and, and I've long maintained Bingham's a better goalkeeper than everyone rates him for. They're just not that <laughs> he came from San Jose and therefore, uh, he's not a bad goalkeeper people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I, I definitely, like I said, I think he's gonna. He's, he's been kind of a saving grace and will keep us in the game. But uh, I am excited to see. I mean, now that I, I saw that Insua actually did travel, and this is giving a chance to Efrain and and I want to see Chicharito. I want him to prove me wrong. Like,
1: you know. <laughs> I mean, also, you I want to see this this team connect. Yeah this is a strong team. Like uh, this, this starting 11, you know, is, is a very strong starting 11.
0: It think, isn't the same without Jonathan Dos Santos.
1: It, it is weird without Jonathan. And I think that's <sighs> a lot of, a lot of, as I've long said, you know, as I've said a hundred times on this podcast, you know, a lot of what makes the galaxy good is when Jonathan Dos <laughs> Santos is ticking. But, you know, I think, yeah. you know, if Pavone continues his form that he had, you know, after those first two games and it, it, if, if they can figure out, you know, that other winger position, you know, the Galaxy attack can score goals. And he was fantastic
0: on the scrimmage, uh, Pavon,
1: you know. It's a question, it's a question of can the midfield find a band-aid for losing its best member, you know, for, you know, to surgery right before the tournament, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. I know that's the only doubt, that's the only thing that made me doubt and agree with you and say, you know what, I think we are only going to have these three games. Um, because if Jonathan was there, I honestly would have way more confidence and would say even sit here and say, "Okay, does, does this count as a six cup? Is that? <laughs> I mean, are they getting like its own individual trophy for MLS's you back?"
1: Know, I'm not sure. I was trying to look up that information today, actually, um, but I, I couldn't find it. But yeah, it's it's. I, I I assume they're going to give a trophy out. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, it's it's gonna be. So they'll, I, they'll
0: give an off a patch. I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this thing this thing, this thing isn't gonna count as a star. Oh, of
0: speaking first. of the jerseys are having DHSP for Dignity Health Sports Park and the uh, Herbalife and was there something else that was gonna be on the jerseys?
1: I think it was just uh I think it was just Dignity Health Services and um uh yeah, uh Herbalife. They're like they're they've got like another like sub brand, like it's like twenty-four or something, like it's like mm-hmm. meant to be like twenty-four hour wellness or something like that. I I don't know. Um <laughs> But they're putting that logo on one of the one of the sleeves. I I, I don't I, I don't understand Herbalife. So,
0: <laughs> well, you know, what I have to say is <laughs> the name of the tournament ended up working out for the hashtag MLS is Black
1: to support uh, Black Lives Matter. Did you see yeah, that? I did see that, and that I mean, what a what an awesome uh, what an awesome. I'm glad that it. that
0: worked for that, but but let's be honest. Like when you told me that the tournament's name was. MLS is back. I was like, that's the name of the tournament? It's not, you know, the it, NWSL has Challenge Cup. And like
1: just so stupid. <laughs> like, like no one in the marketing department was like, "Um, this is probably a a, a bad idea." Like why? This is oh, it's dumb. It's Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to the, <laughs> I'm so used to this league shooting itself in the fun, I'm like not even surprised, but it's just so I stupid. Know, right?
0: It was it really it really wasn't a shocker, but you're just like, oh like it was just like this sense of just a letdown, just a this was like their chance. I don't know, they could have called it anything. Like play with Mickey Mouse and <laughs> Oh, sorry, my water bottle just fell. Uh Disneyland, you know, like <sighs> Florida, uh Oh my god. I, I, I mean I don't know, are we ever gonna get tired of calling it the COVID Cup?
1: I liked I liked the COVID Cup. You did. <laughs> um yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the name of the 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 NBA tournament if it has a name. I think it's just NBA season restart. But even like I mean they could have called even it. Even that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, it's restart. not lame. It's just it's like oh, it's stupid. Because it's 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 back
0: for we don't know how long like there's just so many you know my dentist wouldn't even schedule me because they're like we don't know what's going to happen i'm like wow and then they're
1: playing soccer games like yeah it's it's yeah i agree i mean this i i i have a lot of trepidation about this tournament and uh, you know i I think you know i I hope everyone you know the the primary concern for me is not soccer it's about ensuring that you know players and, and and traveling staff are kept safe and you know.
0: Absolutely. I mean, look, it was bad enough when they were posting. It was Omar Gonzalez specifically posting about the sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> quality, poor quality for sixty-five dollars.
1: Yeah, it's just. I, I, I. It's hard. It's hard to focus on the on-field when there is, especially, especially with the way that MLS has handled the off-field stuff. That it is very hard to focus on the on-field stuff.
0: Yeah. To be honest, I I felt guilty for being excited. I mean, I'm not. Sitting here and saying, oh, yeah, they should play it. You know, they have a choice not to, not to play and and this and that. Sure, there's, there's a lot of, you know, factors going around, but, but the truth of the matter is they are putting their, their lives at, at risk for whatever, whatever the reason.
1: Yeah. You know, it's,
0: um, I don't blame them for playing. I don't blame people for opting out.
1: It's just, it's, it, yeah, I agree. And I mean, you know, there, there is, it, again, I I hope for, for fireworks on the field, but I hope for kind of no fireworks off the field, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, if they were to only play these three games, do they get to come home?
1: Uh, I, I, I'm not aware of the procedure in terms of um, what will happen to the teams that are eliminated in the group stage. I don't know if they've made that mm-hmm. public. I would assume they would want them out of the bubble just because there's so many, ver- there, you know, that reduces the amount of people that, you know, you have to be concerned yeah, about.
0: I'd want um, them to come home and then they can self-quarantine.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I, th- I think, I, I, will, I would assume they probably will be sent home after, upon, you know, the, the, their elimination of the tournament.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully these uh, rapid tests that they're doing are at least helping toward the technology to, to improve um, COVID testing.
1: Yeah, definitely. I hope, you know, it's, it's yeah i i i just i it, i i struggle to to like i said i was cautious i'm cautiously excited like i mm-hmm. i want i want to be excited but also i'm i'm kind of like you know i i hope that i hope that you know that it, it there's other focuses i think you know
0: mhm oh yeah well that's why i'm focusing on the drive-in, because it's the one cool kind of thing that i get to participate in that's safe
1: um and it's, it's a great.
0: And back at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. You know? it's, it's,
1: it's, a great touchstone to, and especially in a season which, you know, had so much, you know, importance for the galaxy in terms of, you know, celebrating.
0: The, the 20th anniversary.
1: Yeah. Like celebrating anniversaries and stuff like that. You know, it, it's a great way to kind of, to, to touch stone back to that history. And, and it, 25th, it is. A,
0: sorry. 25th anniversary. Jeez. What year do I think it is? It's huh?
1: been a long one. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah i mean it's it's a great touchstone to 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 galaxy history it's a great kind of creative way to engage with with fans while also you know following rules and regulations that have been set by you know city county and and state um yeah i i think it's 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 a it's a great out of the box idea um and i'm i'm really impressed that you know they were able to pull it off on such short notice
0: agreed agreed well You'll be watching from San Diego.
1: I will be watching from the safety of my home.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is where you were when the season started.
1: Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was in Houston for the first game, but...
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, see, so Christian normally travels. And actually, actually we would have traveled. We were going to go to Portland this year.
1: <laughs> I know. i so bummed.
0: Yeah. So, oh, well. I'm,
1: I'm simply you know. soccer's traveling correspondent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> We were actually going to record while away, too. Well... Okay. Stay tuned. We will definitely be covering these matches. Um so watch Portland on the 13th, LAFC aka El Trafico on the 18th and then Houston on the 23rd. Of course. Go Galaxy.
1: And yeah, keep keep watching our and listening to our EndoCell coverage as well. We'll have an episode of that soon.
0: Very soon. Thank you.